Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode nine of the Grip Tape podcast. I'm your host, Dana Caribalti, a Grip Tape alumni and youth leadership board member. For those of you who don't know, Grip Tape is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that gives $500 grants to youth with a lack of resources to help them explore their passions in 10 weeks through their signature learning challenge. And so today, I actually have a very special guest, my co host from another podcast, Heidi Ho. And so she is going to be joining us today. So Heidi, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, Dana. I am her co-host and I'm also Dana's friend. So hey, friend. I am from Texas. I love hanging out with my friends. I love to travel. I love to dance and I like to play the piano. And obviously, I love to talk into a microphone every other week with my good friend Dana. So that's who I am. Yes, and so we love all the hobbies, and yes, so she's also a fellow podcaster, so she know she knows what it's about. She knows the whole uh, podcast game, and so just a quick note to our listeners: um, this episode of the Grip Tape Podcast is going to be a little different from usual because since Heidi and I did our Grip Tape Challenge together, I'm also going to be adding on a little bit to our shared experience and how it made us uh, form our podcast, Fun Times with Dana and Heidi, which is a positive news. podcast. Podcast. So do you want to explain a little bit about what our podcast or our second podcast is about and the kinds of things that we discuss? Of course. So Fun Times with Dana and Heidi aims to provide positive and uplifting news in times where all hope seems to be lost which is very current at the moment. <laughs> Our goal is to share the stories that bring joy instead of panic, restore faith in humanity, and put a smile on your face. So hooray for good news. We discuss things like the world's first 3D printed eye, a single mom who braids hair and those of need, and how a 13-year-old girl made $120,000 from a bag of Dredos. And more. We have over 40 episodes, so we talk about so many good news the limits are endless. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, we're over 40 episodes strong. I think we just finished recording our 44th episode. So, you know, we're nearing on 50 episodes. If you're someone who likes to hear about, you know, like good stories or like just positive news stories, random acts of kindness, things like that, uh, be sure to give our podcast a listen. When we pursued our Grip Tape Learning Challenge, it was during the pandemic. So in the summer of 2020, and so obviously the pandemic is still going on, but in summer of 2020, it was something that was still like in the news stages. People were largely in lockdown. And most importantly, the vaccine was not as readily available to the general public. But it's not as common as it was today. So uh, there was like a lot of caution yeah. and things like that. And people were just very afraid. And so all the news that was coming out at that time was about rising COVID cases and, you know, even deaths from COVID cases. And even things like how the United States was like the leading country, or at least at the time, with COVID-19 cases and deaths. And so when you add that along with, you know, being inside for the large majority of the day, it led to a lot of depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues for many people, even if they could have experienced that before, or it could be something new that they experienced because of the pandemic. And so this kind of mental health uh, issues is why we wanted to bring in more positive news to the public through our podcast. And so we wanted to, you know, shed some light uh, during a very dark 
time. And we are still continuing that mission today. We still have our podcast. And so, yeah, that's what it's all about. And so, Heidi, do you want to explain the overall recording process that we do for every episode? Of course. So like Dana said earlier, we started the podcast as soon as the pandemic began to really get bad. So it was around March that our school got pushed back. What was then just a week? It was not a week. It was like a year and a half. At that time, Google had a graph to show the statistics of the COVID virus. And you could just see it like skyrocketing up and up and up and up. And it seemed like it was never going to go down. So everything had to be online. And we needed to find a way to make this work without actually having me and Dana see each other face to face. And it definitely took a lot of trial and error, lots of downs, but also lots of ups. The first step that we usually do to start the podcast process is to communicate. And that's not just in the beginning, that's throughout the entire podcast, whether we're on recording or off recording. So communication is absolutely key. One of us will text the other and set up a date in advance, like two weeks in advance. And sometimes we even have done a month in advance. Our schedules are so busy. Me and Dana, we work really well together because we both like to plan things ahead of time. So we'll just set up a date and be like, hey, let's do January 12th at 3 p.m. And then we'll be ready and we'll have that date booked and blocked off in our calendars. So we have that sole hour just to focus on each other and the podcast. And the second step is Dana will make the outline the day before or the morning of, it just depends. And we will do our research on our news stories that we want to do and our other segments. Like I know Dana has a science talk segment. I have a review segment. So we basically just do all of our research and figure out what are we going to talk about? And then we fill in the outline. And whenever I say fill in the outline, it's not something that we do like word for word. It's something like bullet points where we'll just run off of the idea and we don't always follow it to a T. In fact, we never follow it to a T. We sometimes add things or delete things right when we're recording and we're just like, oh, I guess you're going with this now. And I think I love that portion and part of our podcast because if it's too scripted and too predictable you're not listening to a podcast you're listening to like a news program like it's not it so that usually takes around an hour the third step is we actually record so we use zencaster and we're using zencaster right now they did not sponsor us during the pandemic zencaster was free and that really helped us because we did not have a huge budget so we this usually takes around 30 minutes and we record on zencaster And now we're able to see each other because before, back then, Zencaster only had a voice feature. It took a lot of communication and like, oh, knowing each other because we couldn't see our facial expressions. So we record, we talk about all the good news stories. And this is raw, like no editing is done at this time. It's just pure talking, pure idea, pure thoughts and pure joy. So the fourth step is I will edit. So me and Dana split up our work pretty evenly, which is amazing. So I am in charge of editing and reviewing. Usually takes an hour and I'll usually do this either a few days after or a week after. And I will use Audacity, which is also free because we are on a budget and it works perfectly. I record and then I will already have the file on my computer, but sometimes on certain episodes when things don't always go as planned, Dana will have the file and she'll usually send it to me and then I will edit. So that takes an hour. Once I'm done editing, I will send that polished footage over to Dana where she's able to review and being like, oh, I, Heidi, this doesn't sound right. Like fix this. Or she'd be like, oh, that's amazing. I will be publishing this 
at this time on Wednesday. So Dana will publish as a fifth step to various streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And she'll come up with our really clever titles and our descriptions. And she'll update the website that we use to connect with our listeners. And that's basically it. Yeah, so as you mentioned, I publish, you know, once the episode's like edited and ready, ready to go, I use a platform called Anchor, which I literally love Anchor. Also not sponsored by Anchor, but I literally just love it. It's super user-friendly. And so, yeah, I'll just upload it onto Anchor. I'll make sure that all the settings are correct. I'll put in like the episode number and the season and all of that stuff. And then, um, yeah, I'll just uh, publish it on there. And then in a couple hours, it's ready, you know, on all these like various streaming platforms. I love it so much. Anchor forever not sponsored. I just am very enthusiastic about this. So uh, now, Heidi, I'm sure you can agree that, you know, Grip Tape, not only like helping us figure out the kind of regular routine for our podcast, because we did a lot of trial and error. We didn't always use Zencaster. We tried Zoom. We tried, you know, lots of other different options, but this is the best one like for us. And so through all that long process, I'm sure you can agree that Grip Tape was like very essential to help us uh, initiate our podcasting journey. And so it really helped us uh, branch out and test the waters of podcasts in a very safe and structured way. And so do you want to talk about how Grip Tape helped us in the financial aspect and the kinds of things that we used our budget for? Yeah, so Grip Tape definitely helped us a lot financially. This podcast would not have been possible without Grip Tape. So when they gave us the big $500, we were like, whoa, this is actually possible. So then me and Dana, we were on call together multiple times and we were like, what should we spend our money on? Because we need to spend it wisely. So we thought of two main things we definitely needed to spend the money on. Like we needed to make it work in order for this to happen. And those two main things were microphones and headphones. Whenever people listen to anything on their earbuds or not even on earbuds just on their speakers you want to have like a good crisp audio you don't want to have like staticky like phone call audio you want like good audio and at that time we just had our laptops and at that point laptops their audio was okay and it's still all right like it's good enough for like a zoom class but not for a podcast so we did our research and we found our blue yeti microphones and we're using them right now and i hope the audio is amazing because i love the audio and we spent i forgot how much money it was but we spent like a good portion of our money just on microphones because there's also two of us so everything we bought had to be doubled so we needed to buy two microphones and two headphones our microphones were definitely the the biggest priority so as soon as we bought the microphones and realized oh we definitely still have enough money to buy our headphones Dana did her research and she was able to buy us really good headphones on Amazon. So she bought two of those for us and they work really well. They're noise canceling and we get to hear each other really well. And then once we bought the microphones and the headphones, we were like, oh, thank God, we have the biggest musts out of the way. So then we're like, oh, we still have extra money. What else should we do? Like just for funsies. And then me and Dana were like, let's get merch. Like, let's get merch to remember this moment by. And I'm like, okay, what do you use? Pop sockets? She's like, no, not pop sockets. Like water bottles, mmm, kind of expensive. So then we were like, oh, t-shirts. We'll just go to a local business and ask how much they charge for t-shirts. And we had exactly enough to make a couple of t-shirts. So we have these pink fun times with Dana and Heidi merch t-shirts that we like to support whenever we're recording or even like out and about like just you know we gotta get that promo yeah we gotta get that promo yeah a promo i wear it as pajamas i wear it out to run we love it we love 
the merch, you know, get that promo. It has our information on the back, I think. It has like, oh, follow us on Instagram and all that stuff. Yes, I'm very happy with how they turned out our little t-shirts. Yeah, and we were able to support local. So by then, all our money was gone and we spent it pretty wisely, I would say. Don't you think, Dana? Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, I really, I yeah, I genuinely think that without like the grip tapes, like Grant, I don't think that we would have been able to afford any of it. It would be able to start our podcast. Uh, I mean, we might have, but the audio would just be like, just not good at all and it would just be way more difficult than it is right now we did like a lot of researching into like you know what are the most essential components of podcast equipment and so microphones and headphones were you know obviously the things that came up the most and so we got our blue yetis which are like the best like uh i guess microphones like quality microphones but also like for beginner podcasters or podcasters on a budget like we were and so that's why we got those and it worked really well we i've had it for like a while now since we started the podcast like basically since it learning challenge and it still works great and yeah sometimes i use, even use it for other things like i know one time i had to do an interview and it's kind of had it all in the background and it was just great you know i love my mic and then um headphones are great too i think they're yeah they're audio technica and they're like over ear and they're like they're really great because they're noise canceling i know sometimes like my house is kind of like bustling and stuff and there's people talking so it allows me to just like focus on the podcast and if there's any like audio issues especially i can hear heidi on the other end and be like oh fix this and she'll do the same to me and so yeah i really am grateful for that opportunity and so beyond the financial support uh what other ways did grip tape uh help us throughout our a learning journey so especially like with the champion aspect that's a part that stands out a lot to me yeah so if you guys don't know what a champion is it's basically grip tapes fancy name for a mentor and they chose a really great name for a mentor to be a champion because they really are champions they help you throughout everything so whenever you apply for a grip tape and if you do get in you are assigned a champion so our assigned champion was someone named Carla Brown and she is the best she's amazing she is from the east coast and we're from Texas so it was really cool to even get to know someone like out of Texas it was really cool to get to know someone from she was from Delaware she has since moved but she's amazing she gave us the support and guidance to accomplish creating a podcast from scratch without overpowering us like, we were the main drivers in the wheel. She was just a passenger. We'd be like, oh, like, help, like, guiding. Like, go left, go right. And we also gained a really nice friend throughout this. She was more than just a, a mentor to us. We were able to catch up with her even after we finished our grip tape challenge. And grip tape in general gives their challengers a lot of freedom to follow their passions and giving them financial and emotional support. So having a champion there just it's like a cherry on top. You're able to have someone hold you accountable for your actions and it really builds your responsibility and it kind of keeps your, yourself in check. With champions, they always give you the voice, like you're still the one in charge of everything you do and they just give you guys advice. And if you need advice, they'll, they'll give it to you. So they're just there for you all the time. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a really interesting model that I've really never seen before because I know like it's not really comparable to like uh, school projects because in those settings you have like a supervisor they're just kind of telling you everything that you need to do. You need to do like certain things and that's like if you do 
it their way or like the supposedly correct way not to say that that method of learning it's bad it's just like the most common form of learning they will like give you this very structured layout and you don't really have much creative freedom over your own decisions but with grip tapes it's all about exploring passions and developing new skills uh they really give you a lot of personal freedom and so the champion is really just there to enhance you know that sense of freedom to provide a support again to keep you on track to make sure that you're making progress with your challenge and you don't just like give up i think that it's a really really great model and i literally love carla so much she is was so sweet and supportive throughout the entire process and yeah like heidi said we even met with her several times after our challenge because we just loved you know like uh, talking to her and learning more about like where she was from and just like the support that she gave us so it was really great and i really appreciate that aspect of grip tape and so that being said i think Heidi, looking back on the challenge that we did, what do you think were some of the obstacles that stood out the most to you? I know I probably have some in mind, but I don't know if you remember anything specifically. Yeah, I feel like we share a lot of the same challenges and obstacles because we were technically in the same challenge. So I think the biggest ones that stood out to me were marketing and getting people to listen. And definitely getting used to the software because I edit and I took me a couple of tries to get used to Audacity and how it worked. And I don't know about you, Dana. What did you struggle yeah, with? Um, I switched the probably, tables. I'm interviewing yeah, you now. Oh, turn the tables. She's like, so, Dana. Um, I think it was probably trying to find like the best equipment possible. I literally... I remember making a spreadsheet and I was like, okay, this one is for this much. I was trying to budget correctly. So trying to figure out where we placed our money and how we placed our budget. Wow. It was probably a challenge. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. I was on there on the computer, a little, uh, what's it called? ASMR. But um, what's it called? Yeah. I went through like a bunch of articles. I went through like at least 12 different articles that were like the best microphones for whatever. And so trying to figure out like the best combination was probably a challenge. I think definitely trying to find a good, before we got to Zencaster, trying to find a good place to record was, that was a oh, nightmare. That was a nightmare. We had struggled with that so much. We did. We tried doing it on Zoom and it would cut out like every two seconds. It was very annoying. And then we we originally tried like bare bones, like no microphone, no headphones. And the audio was just like, it felt like I was in like the bottom of a well. Like that's kind of what it sounded like. Yeah. And then um, it did not sound clear at all. And then I was like Googling, like I was Googling hardcore. Like I also viewed like a lot of like websites. Like I looked at, I read video. No, I did not read videos. I <laughs> viewed videos. I viewed videos, read articles. I kind of did that thing where you're trying to find the best software. But for me, I was trying to find the best like recording website that we could use. So then I was researching like crazy. And then I found, I found Zencaster. I came across it and I was like, whoa, it said free during the time of the pandemic. And at that time, knowing you how long the pandemic would last, so then I'm like, you know, for now, let's just use this and then from from then on if we ever come across issues with this we'll figure it out then so then we switched to zencaster and it's the best decision that we've ever made yeah for sure and so since the pandemic is still going on well it's still free for us and yeah i actually have like just like you know a basic free account and it allows you to do so much it's like literally insane there's also like other uh like subscription versions i think you can get like a pro version allows you to have like more guests on thing and things like that i think i really enjoy this platform and i'm really grateful that heidi found it and so yeah i think that trying to find 
and all these different things were definitely um, some really big obstacles. I think that, you know, marketing, getting people to listen, like Heidi said, um, were also difficult and just trying to promote like, hey, we made a podcast, please go listen to it, especially in the beginning. Now I think we've gotten more used to it, especially with our Instagram and things like that. And yeah, I think getting used to the software, but you know, mm-hmm. now 44 episodes in or 44 episodes as of today, the 44th episode, I don't think it's out yet. It's, it was definitely an obstacle, but we were able to overcome it. So that is great. And so moving on, despite, you know, these obstacles that we faced, what were some of your most favorite or most fulfilling parts of doing the podcast? One of my most favorite and most fulfilling parts of doing this podcast is probably hanging out and chatting with you for an hour. Like it just gives us an excuse to check up on each other and connect with each other when we might have forgotten in the midst of our crazy lives. Like not saying that we will forget about each other, but sometimes like we just need we need a driving force to be like, hey, let's meet this day. So the podcast gave us that reason. And another thing is reading all of the good news while researching because me and Dana, we don't just pick the first news story that we see. We go through a couple and we read through them to see which ones we like the best. So although our listeners only get a few news stories per podcast, behind the scenes per podcast, we will get like 10 good news stories combined probably because I, I go through like five. So it's reading all the good news and feeling joy in the scary but rewarding world that makes me very happy doing this podcast yeah for sure yeah we do lots of like different research into different articles and so you know in that process it's kind of uplifting in a way because you're saying that you know even though you may not cover a story you're still reading about all these good things that have happened so it's very inspiring in that way and so to me i think also in addition to what you said heidi what some of the most fulfilling parts we're not only able to like improve over time with our podcast at the beginning it was kind of like oh we don't really know what we're doing but then as time progressed it felt very natural like a very natural and structured process and so but one part that really stands out to me is being able to collaborate with other podcasters to go beyond you know this one project and to learn about their stories and to get their different perspectives so some episodes i specifically remember we did i know we did my maps with anna ho your long lost sister <laughs> we call her that jokingly because they both have the same last name yeah um yeah and then what well, with teen talk with uh, get the alphonse and then a uh, big one with uh, ariana jonay she's an actress and self-love advocate and it was just uh, a really really great experience and i love interacting with other people in that way and so i really can't wait to do more collaborations in the future and so heidi what do you think about collaboration Yes, absolutely, yes. I would love to do more episodes with more special people. I know we also did an episode with, like, Madeline Stern. That was also really fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes I'll forget, like, how many that, that we did because we did a lot, like, in the beginning. It has since slowed down, but I'm definitely going to pick it back up because our life got hectic, like, we had finals, but I'm definitely looking forward to reaching out to more people. So, if you or anyone you know is interested and believes they are a good fit to guest star on our podcast, please reach out. Absolutely, please reach out. Because we do check our inquiries. And you can do this by going to our website or emailing us. And we'll definitely take a look at it because we want you to be on, on, our, ne- on our next podcast. 
Yeah, for sure. And this is for fun times with Dana and Heidi. Grip tape podcast is a different process, y'all. But um, yeah, for fun times with Dana and Heidi, you can feel free to contact us on Instagram. We'll promo it at the end. We can also, our email is funtimeswdanaandheidi, all lowercase, and then at gmail.com, uh, all lowercase together. So yeah, feel free to reach out to either of us because we would love to collab. We love collabing. But yeah, so you know, a shameless little self-plug in the middle of our episode, but we love it. We love it. So uh looking back, again, you know, kind of reflecting on this podcasting journey, um, do you think that developing, you know, this passion for podcasting has helped you learn new skills? Because I know for me it has. And if so, which ones? The five main skills I would say I learned the most throughout my challenge was First of all, the three big C's, confidence, commitment, and communication. I'm going to group those (laughs) three together because they sound wonderful together. Confidence to speak up and find my own voice because before the podcast, it was a bit difficult. And then commitment because this is we're 44 episodes in. So we've definitely needed to establish a routine that we needed to stick to because it's not just us that we're holding accountable to. It's someone else like Dana. It's you and me and me, me to you. And communication, not only with with each other, but to our guest stars and with our audience, we need to communicate. And the last two is how to find the good in everything. That's like from the content from the content that we produce, and networking and working with other people to sum it all up. Yeah, for sure. And I think yeah, I agree with all of those definitely. And I think mainly podcasting has allowed me to develop a much stronger uh, sense of communication and confidence. I think that being in the pandemic, I was very tempted to kind of lean into this more, oh, introverted, I don't want to talk to anybody, I just want to sit here, you know, kind of side of my life. But I think that with podcasting, it's allowed me to be more confident, more outgoing in conversation. And it just allowed me to be a lot more comfortable with myself. It allowed me to express my ideas in much clearer and structured way. Ways. And, uh, you know, in addition to that, I've also learned things about technology and advertising that are useful as well. So, yeah, those are some of the most standout um, skills that I've learned. Um, but I think communication definitely. I think that, you know, because a podcast is essentially just you talking for a designated amount of time. I mean, right now it's going to be edited, but right now we're clocking into almost 30 minutes. And so I think mm-hmm. you become a lot more comfortable with, you know, sharing your voice and sharing your ideas and just, uh, you know, comfortable even with the sound of your own voice. Like when you listen back and you play it back, I know a lot of people are like, oh, my voice is so gross and all this stuff, but you just kind of get used to it after a while and it doesn't really phase you. So I think it definitely allows you to be more confident and again, have really good communication sadly our episode is nearing its close so what is your advice for an aspiring podcaster Uh, do you think they should pursue the grip tape challenge and should other people apply to the challenge even if they're not interested in podcasting yes to everything and yeah my own voice definitely makes me cringe sometimes but overall it's my voice there's nothing i can do about it so i still post it anyways but my advice for an aspiring podcaster is just go for it yes even if you may not get ariana grande famous because i know our generation is obsessed with fame and going viral especially on tiktok (laughs) you gain many skills from podcasting and it will surprise you at the most random moments yeah keep consistent don't give up work smarter, not harder, and get out of your comfort zone. If I were to sum that all up and not just spiel the whole time, I would say, fake it till you make it. Even if you feel like you have no one to support you, 
me and Dana will always be rooting from you for you from a distance. So it's hard to start from ground zero. So by pursuing the grip tape challenge, you will receive the support you need financially and emotionally Yes. to pursue your challenge. The sky is the limit with grip tape. So even if talking into a microphone is not your cup of tea, you should still apply. There are a bunch of other things you can do, such as photography, robotics, music. You can even create something that has no one has ever done before because you're given so much freedom. Yeah, definitely. I'm honestly like blown away by some of the projects that people take off. I know it's not just limited to the arts, even though like people have done like poetry, they've done, they started small businesses, they've done, like you mentioned, photography, robotics, music, dancing, art. Um, you know, they've just taken up so many things. Even I've seen like biology projects and advocacy projects. It's just really amazing, you know, what youth can do given like the amount of funds and the amount of freedom basically. So yeah, I really strongly, strongly, strongly encourage you to apply. If you're interested in applying, you can find out more at GripTape's website, griptape.org. Yeah, I just think it's a really fantastic opportunity that more people should definitely know about. And yeah, it's very structured. They have a lot of support for you and you should definitely, definitely check it out. And so unfortunately, that wraps up this wonderful episode with our very special guest, Heidi. So thank you to everyone for tuning into this episode and thanks, Heidi, for coming on the show show as always make sure to follow the grip tape podcast at, at grip tape podcast for updates on our episodes opportunities for youth and more and for an additional shameless self plug make sure to check out fun times with dana and heidi wherever you stream your podcast so if you're listening to on spotify on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast we're most likely on there and so yeah and make sure to follow fun times on instagram at, at fun times wdh for our memes our episode upload updates tongue twister there and more so i will see you next time and have a great day bye thank you bye